Hey friends, you know, we've covered the Azure SDK since the very first episode of Azure Friday, and it continues to evolve, grow, and just get better. The SDK provides a cohesive developer experience for interacting with over 150 offerings across Azure. Connie Yao is here to give me an update on what's new with the Azure SDK today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with engineer Connie Yao. We're gonna talk about the Azure SDK. How are you? Hi, I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm excited to learn about new things and I love hanging out with new friends on Azure Friday. And I understand that you work on the Azure SDK team and you're an engineer who is kind of being involved in the revamping of the SDK for Azure services. And there's a lot of cool things happening. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, like most app developers, when you deploy your app, you probably have like multiple Azure services that you integrate with, like storage, key vault. And, you know, by the time you deploy your app, you realize that you have to like deploy thousands of configurations and understand different ways to authenticate. So we've tried to make that user story a lot easier for developers. Yeah, there's a lot going on and you're really having, having a nice layer on top of it that makes all of those things cohesive. So if you know how to use one, you can kind of guess how to use another is a really great experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's one of our design principles that we've used, like consistency. So once you know one pattern, for example, we all use clients, um, then you'll know the patterns to add different Azure services to your application. Mm -hmm. I've heard it referred to as a unified client library a lot, like unification is a big part of what Azure SDK stands for. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will actually demo this for you. Um, so is that okay if I share my screen? Uh, let's see it. Let's see the demos. All right, Sweet. here we go. What are we looking at? All right. So here we have this kind of, it's a dummy application, but it kind of gives you an example of what an app developer might have. So right here we have um, a cloud clipboard, which stores some clips. In this case, I've entered like, I'm a clip and like, hello. Uh, in addition, you might want a key vault to hold some of your secrets, like some connection strings to a database or so on and so forth. So right now we have, you know, a secret that I have in my key vault, which is my favorite drink. Um, but what matters to app developers is the code behind that. So I'm just going to show you what our legacy client library looked like. So this is a class that allows me to communicate with Key Vault. And as you can see, like on this code, I had to search all over the internet to figure out how to authenticate with Key Vault. And once I copied this code and then I added storage on top of it, I realized I couldn't use the same methodology to authenticate with storage. Mm. So I had to learn something else. That is a hassle, <laughs> that is confusing. Uh, yes. So one of the features that we have in um, our new client library is this unified way to authenticate with Azure. So let me just show you here in my new code. So right here, this is all I needed to do to authenticate with Azure. Like all of our clients start with builders in Java. And so you'll know exactly what to do when you see our new library. You'd go like new builder of some sort. And all you have to do is get this token credential. Mm -hmm. um, and this token credential is backed by um, our underlying library, Azure Identity, which all Azure, all our new Azure libraries can use. And all I have to do is go like new default Azure credential builder dot build. Um, mm. Yeah, so based on 
the environment that your app is running in, it'll actually figure out the best credentials to use. So let's say you're a dev just pressing F5 in Visual Studio. It can use your Visual Studio credentials to log into Azure. So you don't have to copy and paste some special like service principle client to save. Wow. So it actually knows the context in which you're running. Yeah. So what it does is like the first thing it does is tries to see if you're in a managed, ser managed service identity. And then mm -hmm. if not, it checks for a service principle. And then if not, it'll go and check other things like it can do interactive browsing to like log in or does Visual Studio or it also does Azure CLI, like looks for a credential there. Wow, that's cool. And then I see that from an object-oriented programming perspective, you're using kind of like a provider model. And I'm just, I'm reckoning, like I'm looking at this Java code and I'm thinking this would work in C sharp and this could work in other languages. Would this model be familiar if I move to other languages? Uh, yeah. So in C sharp, you would also see a default Azure credential. So like if you're a polyglot and you have other services in different languages, you'd know exactly like that you could use the exact same classes and the exact same packages because one of the things we tried to do is make sure that if you have a feature in one library, you also have that feature in another language. This seems like it would be really cool for polyglot, um, not just polyglot people, but polyglot organizations, particularly ones that use microservices and they're having all these services talking to each other and then talking to all the different Azure services. Yep, definitely. Um, one of the things we also improved on is people complain about docs a lot. So we've improved that story a lot. We have a ton of samples that we can show you. Um, so if you go to like aka.ms Azure SDK, you'll mm -hmm. find a, lo a lot of samples that we've included. So it gets people get getting started easier. That's great, fantastic. Good documentation is fundamental for this kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool, what's next? Uh, well, I was gonna show you another cool thing that I liked about our new client libraries is that all the classes implement our common Azure core. So let's say um, pagination is a common thing, like you want to list your secrets or list clips, you can use the same classes and the same, uh, I guess, methodology to go through those clips. Mm -hmm. So if you notice all of our um, paginate, all our paged um, calls use paged flux. So you can apply the same learnings when you go and like move to storage or schema registry to use the exact same knowledge. Um, in addition, we have um, we have a common logging layer. So let's say you want to be able to enable logging because something failed in production. Mm -hmm. You can set similar um, environment variables to get logging across all the Azure SDKs, um, all the client libraries in the Azure SDK. Wow, okay, so when you talked about unified, like you weren't kidding, like that's really cool actually. Having unified logging, especially again, getting with microservices and uh, applications that have a lot of layers, that's huge. Oh, yeah, and it, oh, sorry, I'm like, I got excited. We also have- no. <laughs> please get excited. <laughs> we also have, um, we've also implemented like, telemetry tracing like open census and open telemetry so you can actually plug those things into your application as well um or your own tracing as well to like get more information about your application yeah. all right fantastic uh, all right. i see old key vault and i see new key vault what's going on there 
oh, um, so in my demo application, I want to show you how easy it was to move, like how much less cognitive burden it was to write in the new Azure SDK. So like over here, we have a lot of code just to create a client. Um, but over here, it's pretty simple. Like, you know, Right, right. When you showed that at the beginning, actually, I was trying to read the old one. And um, I love that you called it cognitive burden because yeah. I was kind of like, uh. I was trying to pretend <laughs> like I understood what was going on, but I got lost somewhere uh, on like line 47. <laughs> so, yeah, I like there's some magic string here that I had to. Uh, look up, but if you look at the new client, it kind of automatically does that for you. I no longer have to understand what this identity is or how to connect to it. I just know, hey, if I pass you this token, like, and it's, this user can access it, please just give me access, so. Yeah, I also like the, I, I'm a fan myself of the Fluent API style, right? This is on line 21 there. That's all one line from 21 through 24, and that's that Fluent sentence building kind of API style. Yeah, for Java, we decided um, to use Fluent models because, yeah, just like that, you get to connect and chain um, operators together. In .NET, you can instantiate your secret client using um, just constructors. So it'll feel idiomatic to you as a C-sharp user as well. You're just, I love what you're saying here, Connie, because you just hit another one of my favorite words, which is idiomatic, right? Like you don't want to be writing Java and then feeling like the person that wrote the SDK is a Ruby programmer and you're <laughs> like, like, what language are we speaking here, right? And idiomatic is really important. Yeah, that's one of the feedbacks that we had gotten uh, for our legacy client libraries is that sometimes it didn't feel idiomatic to the language. So now we work across we work with many different language experts in their respective languages to create this SDK. So, you know, it'll feel intuitive for you as like a JavaScript developer, a C++ Go developer. That's awesome. Fantastic. And uh, the last thing is that we love getting feedback and we're also open source. So if you want to contribute to our repository or you see some sort of scenario that might be missing, like, feel free to hit up our GitHub and just interact with us. That's I'm another just... great point. The Azure SDK, the people who work on it yourself, like you're out there. You want to talk to people. You're on social. You're um, on GitHub. There's whole conversations about the future of the Azure SDK that are happening in GitHub issues. So if you're watching Azure Friday and you want to talk to Connie and her compatriots that are working on this stuff, they want to hear from you. Awesome. All right. All right. So actually, let me bring up that GitHub so you don't get lost. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. So it's just Azure Azure SDK for Java. And if you replace this with Azure SDK for Net or Azure SDK for JS, you'll go to the respective language. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thanks for having me. I am learning all about some of the great work that's happening, revamping the Azure SDK for all the great Azure services today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it, watch more Azure Friday.